What up, what up? Welcome to the Oscorp cast. I'm Ant. I'm Jazzy Miotti. Hey, yo. And we are here. Uh, I don't want to say we're excited, like I'm usually in with the hype intro, but we have a lot of things to discuss, and I felt like it would be remiss if we just came on here and just start talking about funny, joking music stuff and not address, you know, the obvious elephant in the room. Uh, we got some guests with us this time that I thought would be perfect for this episode because they can give perspective that maybe we can't or insight that maybe we can't. Um, we brought Ehas back. Uh, yo, yo. Haas, I don't know what your, your title is as a Philadelphia firefighter, but I, I wanted to introduce you as that, but I feel like you can give them more information about that. Yeah, yeah. No, Philadelphia firefighters. Okay. I also got my homie here, um, Officer Lee, Philadelphia police officer. I don't I don't know what your title is either, Lee. I mean, oh, Wayne. <laughs> I don't want to call you Lee. <laughs> but um, I don't know what your title is either, but um, you know, I want to address you as such, too. No, that's good. What up, y'all? Uh, so, I mean, I don't know where to get started. Things are all over the place right now. Yeah, I, mean, I, I obviously ain't got to tell anybody listening to this what's going on about um, um, the riots and and the protests all on the back of the death of uh, George Floyd. Rest in peace. Um, how's everybody's, I guess, mental state right now, first and foremost? Um, I'm definitely overwhelmed by everything. Um, it's very disheartening. It's very sad. Um, I've seen like, just looking at the scene like over and over again, it's really sad. Like I, I definitely like teared up and cried. Um, just focusing on the actual like scene for right now. Um, Cause clearly it was a murder. It wasn't just an accident. The officer had his knee on, George Floyd's neck for eight minutes um, until he eventually died. Um, I think this death is kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back, I feel like. And I think that's why like all the protests started, which some turned into rioting and um, looting. So I think a lot of people had opinions about the protests um, and separate from the protests, the rioting and the looting. So I guess we can start with how does everybody feel about what's happening, how the people are responding. I want to, um, I feel like we'll get to us. I don't know how much time, you know, Wayne got, but as a police officer, how do you feel from your perspective as a cop with everything going on? I know that's a loaded question. Yeah, I was about to say that's an interesting question because I'm not sure how to answer it because the man in me and the cop in me are two different people. Understood. Um, and not necessarily completely different because the man in me makes me the cop that I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but it's it's heartbreaking. As a cop, it's heartbreaking 
to to see somebody who's supposed to share the same morals, um, the same code, the same standards, do something like that. Granted, I've seen their policy and they're allowed to put a leg on uh, suspects next to uh, detain them or to get them under control into compliance to affect an arrest. But um, with that being said, I think personally, any humane human being would, if that were the case, I need to put my, my knee on this guy's neck or this female's neck to get them under control so we can get the cuffs on. As soon as the cuffs go on, the knee comes off the neck, period. That's just how it works. That's how force is supposed to work. The use of force continuum, uh, not to get all technical, but no, we, that's you're supposed here. to do yeah, you're supposed right. to do the the minimum amount of force necessary to get a suspect or someone that you're gonna make an arrest on under control, and then that that force stops. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 mind boggling. It's heart-wrenching that this city and every other city and township county all the good officers the, the majority of the good officers that there are because there are way more good officers than there are terrible ones or ones that use terrible tactics and etc mm -hmm. hold up real quick Yeah, so there are a lot of them um, having to face the full force of the public's rage when we're not responsible, when we don't condone right. that officer's action at all, or all four of them for that matter, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody stepped up and said, yo, you should probably get off his neck, you know what I'm saying? Nobody tapped him, nobody said anything, nothing, and it just happened, so... It hurts, man. It really does hurt, to be honest. I'm sure. I'm sure. I can only imagine from your perspective. I mean, um, um, as far as the, I guess, the looting and everything going on, how, I guess, how are, the, how are you dealing with that, I guess, personally? But how more so is your department dealing with that? Or how do y'all feel about that? Uh, the census today has pretty much been, as I listen to everybody, it's pretty much been, this doesn't make any sense. You guys feel as though that, again, that we all condone this, these officers' uh, action, which we don't. And on top of that, your voice is now being drowned by your actions. Because you may not know how to to have your voice heard but violence destroying your community we had a protest today and they said these are our streets this is our community but yet you're tearing down and stopping businesses from being able to reopen even after or during the whole uh, covid pandemic as well you know what i'm saying so these businesses are being hit twice once by covid barely being able to reopen and now you're looting and destroying their property and they're definitely not going to be able to reopen but these are this is your streets these are your stores your businesses 
Right. And you think that's going to bring justice when you're giving people or forcefully retiring people's or shutting people's businesses down. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't help your community because your grandma can't go to CVS now because you stole all the medicine out of the CVS pharmacy and now are trying to resell it on the street. You see what I'm saying? It's yeah. it's asinine. It's backwards. Very I get it. You're so. you're upset. You're you're enraged. You're infuriated. Whatever other synonyms we can use to explain people's emotions right now, you're all of that, and we all understand. But it's not the right way to go about it. You want to be heard. Okay, the very first night this happened here in the city, it was crazy, crazy, right? Okay, sure. the world is watching now, or at least the rest of the city is watching. You guys want to say that you're organized and you guys have a plan, but a lot of you, you guys are just kids, you know what I'm saying? A lot of you are kids, and you don't have real leadership to guide you on how to be organized, like during the civil rights movement and et cetera. You know, you're missing something. And that, I think it's that mature factor uh, that a lot of people are missing at the moment. Uh, to get their point across, man. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'll be cliche right now uh, because it fits. Sure. If you want to see a change, you have to be the change that you want to see, period. You have sure. to. It's never going to It's never gonna change if you say, oh, I'm not going to do that because I hate cops. Well, if you hate cops and then all your family and your friends hate cops, but you don't see anybody that you think you can trust inside the police department. You don't like the tactics, but you won't step up, join, climb the ranks and make the changes that you want to see. How is anything supposed to change? Right. You're all talking, you're no bite. You want to see some change. Oh, you don't think the police department is the right way to do it, or it may take too long. Become a lawyer, become a lawyer, become a judge, become a judge, then go higher up. So you can make the laws that you want to see. You know what I mean? You can put the laws out there, try to get them approved if it's in the benefit of everyone. You know what I'm saying? So there are plenty of ways to do it. Again, I understand the rage. I understand why it's all happening, but it's crippling the city. It's crippling these cities. It's exhausting people. It's taking people away from their families, their kids. It's, it's just... It's insane. It really is insane, man. It's, everybody's just tired of it. They, a lot of cops, white, black, Hispanic, Asian, we all understand what they're feeling. But there, mm -hmm. there's a better way. There is a better way. Yeah, for sure. That, that, that's some real stuff. Like, <clears throat> matter of fact, before I even say anything, um, Haas as a, a a first responder yourself as a firefighter, what can you add to that? Or what's your, what's going, what's the consensus over where you're at? Or what's your opinion, I should even say? Uh, I think I, I kind of ring the same with, uh, with uh, Wayne. Um, you know, the fire for me says one thing and the black man in me says another. Right. And it's slightly, uh, different uh, because as a firefighter, we always want uh, experience. Um, you want experience, but not this type of experience. You know what I mean? Right. Um, for us, the same difference. The ramifications of it is 
you know, for most of us, we're like, yo, we get the protest, we get it. Um, <clears throat> but I think the game changes a bit. You know, we know when people are going to start setting, you know, mattresses on fire, small little rubbish fires, things like that. But when you start destroying businesses, of course, I feel like, you know, it's it, it's kind of counterproductive when you start to destroy businesses within your community, which, for example, we talked about today with the, you know, first of the month, um, people need food and there's literally not one supermarket to open in West Philadelphia. Um, last night, we had 300 plus fires, like, including everything between and major fires. We had about four or five extra alarm fires. Um, <clears throat> when you start jeopardizing the safety of innocent people, that's when the game changes for us, you know? Um, exactly. Whether it's, exactly. Whether it's, whether it's a, a white, black thing, um, we, we do have some racial tension within the fire department, mm -hmm. um, unfortunately. But one thing we do agree on is that no matter what, we don't get a description. That's the one thing we don't get, like the police. When we get a call for an individual, we get male, female, or an age. That's it. So when we're coming to someone's aid, we don't even have a preconceived notion most of the time um, of who is in a house. We hear a report of someone trapped. We don't know if they're black, white, and nor do we care, right. you know? But uh, when people start looting, uh, what they don't understand is do what you do, but when you set fire to an apart uh, to a storefront with apartments on the second floor, you're you're endangering tenants and you're endangering their children that could possibly die from smoke inhalation or worse, fire spread up top or whatever. Right. Um, but heat rises, smoke, heat, everything goes up, and there's tons of storefront properties. That's the brand new construction there, you know. Um, so all in all, we just kind of been putting our shoulders head down, working hard and just, you know, trying to put out one fire at a time, literally, figuratively, you know. But uh, me personally, you know, I feel a way about it. I want to see justice, but I also don't want to see my community more crippled than it actually already is with the right. COVID pandemic and just the disenfranchised people that can't get out that have assistance, like I said, they can't uh, go get any groceries. They don't even have a way. They can't get on a car. You know, they live right around the corner from a grocery store that's no longer in operation for the foreseeable future. So it's a it's a weird it's a weird feeling. You know what I mean? Like it's a very weird feeling. Like you want to be out there doing your job. You know, there's a pride, but at the same time, you just feel like um, like there's also like people are also looking at you, um, cause we're still like brothers in blue with the police. Right. Uh, individuals are looking at us like, you know, we, uh, we had a foot on George or a knee on George Floyd's neck. I had a coworker get hit with a brick yesterday, Shit. um, while trying to put out a fire, got hit with a brick, you know? 
or the night before, one of the nights. You know, he's doing his job trying to put out the fires in the community. And this is in West Philadelphia. This isn't downtown, because that was the big narrative, too, about it not being in our communities, it being downtown. This was in West Philadelphia. West Philadelphia is our community. Right. Um, and unfortunately, he got hit with a brick. And what did he do? He said, I'm going to just keep working. He said, it's messed up, but I'm going to keep working. So I, I kind of felt bad. You know, he was, he, was a, he was a Caucasian member of the fire department, but, you know, I felt, I felt bad because, you know, he could be one of our white allies, you know? Right. And um, he got hit with a brick. He just said, that's just a casualty. It's just part of, but that man also has kids at home. You know, he has a wife and a kid and kids at home. He has to go home. So I think, I think I share the sentiments of just, we just want to go home, but we still want to do our job, man. It's exactly. all just trying to walk a fine line how to do the yep. correct thing and still stay within the guidelines of our own conscious morals. You know? yeah, as remind, me to, remind me to come back to that point, that last point you just said, remind me to come back to that. Sure. Well, no, you speak on it if you, you can speak on it. Well, because I feel like it's going to go in a different direction, but like um, Aaron was saying, it's walking a thin line of us doing our jobs and wanting to go home. And then on top of that, the two of us being quote unquote brothers uh, were sellouts as well. You know what I'm saying? So not only are we trying to help our community, show our community members that there's still a better way. Um, you can make it out. You can do right and still be you. But they don't see that. They just see the sellout portion. You know what I'm saying? Because if one cop does it, all cops are the same. You know what I'm saying? And I try to tell, I spoke at a high school once and um, I try to explain it to them like this. If you hate it when other ethnicities say that all black people are the same because of a few bad apples, another cliche phrase, but um, of a few bad apples, why would you do that to a whole culture of people being first responders? In my case, cops, you know what I'm saying? All cops aren't the same. You hate when it's done to you because of the color of your skin and you know you're not like that, but you'll quickly do it to other uh, other members, even if they share the skin, same skin tone or not. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a very weird and wavering line, even though our, as first responders, our moral compasses have to always be at true north. You know what I'm saying? It can't, it can't just be at grid north. It can't just be at magnetic north. It's got to be at true north at all times. That's really hard. I mean, it's a really hard thing to do when you're still trying to show that that better side of life. You know what I'm saying? Because you're still a human being at the end of the day. Exactly. Exactly. We're still human. And the crazy thing is, is that we're human and we try to show that we're human. But as soon as we break that professionalism image, we're all dogs, we're all scum, we're all pigs, we're all this, we're all that, right? But then when we never break that, then we're only robots. We can't, y'all never understand because all y'all do is care about the rules, y'all. 
y'all all the same, y'all don't really care. You're just a robot, you're a Robocop, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, you know what I'm saying? You're a Robocop. But when I, when I showed my emotion, when I'm showing, it to you, showing to you that I care, you don't wanna hear that. So now I stay in my professional bag and now you're saying, I really don't care. You know what I mean? You don't want to hear it when I care. Win. You don't, yeah, you can't win for losing, bro. It's, it's so difficult. You just, we really can't win, man. And I, and I try to help so many people, but they don't want to listen. Hey, I'll be back. I'm going to a call right now, all right? All right, all right. All right. Thanks, all right. man. Let's see. Nah, but I want to thank you know, Wayne for coming on here while he was working. Um, I don't know, man. Like, seeing all the footage of these these looters and all this damage getting done and people getting hurt, it's starting to look like, do y'all remember what the, the cause was for? Or are y'all just out here being selfish and taking things upon yourself to get what you feel like you want out of the situation. There's definitely a lot of that. I feel like the response doesn't, like, correlate to what happened. It's a man died unjustly and then so go loot. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, it would make more sense in my mind. Not that I would agree with it still, but if people were mad about losing their job mm-hmm. just fed up with the restrictions and stuff like that because they're unable to provide for themselves then in my mind looting would make sense because they're like oh well i need to steal necessity that i need da, 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 da. like that would be making a statement for that particular issue but i feel like it, it doesn't like like you and wayne can it, it doesn't make it, it's backwards like it's so it's so backwards to me to destroy your own community, and I think it's weird that other people um, are calling other black people coons for feeling that way. Like I think it's I I, I had to look up the definition of a coon because I'm like that does that fit the definition of a coon? Like I I don't understand feeling that you don't want y'all y'all preach support black owned businesses like. All the time y'all been doing it for the past couple of years now it's actually kind of new and i encourage everybody to still do that but then you turn around and destroy it like i know it's not all black businesses that are affected but i just feel like at the end of the day it doesn't solve anything because worst case scenario uh history repeats itself and these people these cops are charged but they don't get convicted so george floyd is dead nobody's convicted and you destroyed your own community so what what happened? And then what's going to happen is you'll be bitter that that happened. You won't want to vote for Biden so we can get Trump out of office. Trump wins again. And then the same thing happens. It just keeps happening. I, I agree with Wayne when he was saying um, about becoming like the change you want to see. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I actually re- related to What's her name? Leslie. What's the comedian's last name? Leslie oh, Jones. Um, yeah. I think it's Leslie um, Jones. The chick from was it Saturday Night Live or something? Yeah. 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 She was saying. Yeah, she was saying 
that she was actually a part of the LA riots. Um, so she understands like the rage and says she was like tearing things up. Like she was out there with a sledgehammer and everything. Um, but she said the aftermath of that was terrible because they really destroyed the city and um, it took a long time for LA to rebuild and they're still um, suffering from the effects of the LA riots. Like some neighborhoods weren't really able to fully rebuild. Mm -hmm. So she's saying now it's however many years later and we're still going through the same thing and looking back like that wasn't a good idea <laughs> because it's like the same thing has happened again. It didn't make a change. So she suggested that um, the only way to, one of the only ways to make a change is to exercise the right to vote. I understand people don't want to hear that because they feel like um, it doesn't matter who they vote for, that it's still going to be the same result. But but even if you do feel like that, I feel like it, it, it can't really harm anything to like at least try like to get out there and vote. I feel like people just have a negative outlook on it. But I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? About well, about the voting part or just about uh, everything? Yeah, like do you feel like that helps? Like if you, it's not just voting for the president, but like voting for the people in your local government, like putting people in positions like that can actually make a change that you know, like your, like he was saying, like your judges and uh, I mean um, or no? I believe, I personally I believe that it can no matter what's being, what no matter what's said and put out there about like, you know doesn't matter who you vote for, they already be having a vote by the time all this stuff happens like I, do I know for a fact if that's true or false? No. Could it be true? Yeah. Could it be false? Yeah. But me personally, I do believe that, um I believe that that could make some type of difference because if somebody else does win, then it's like, I don't know. I feel like every candidate has something that maybe another one doesn't have or they handle a situation maybe in a slightly different way that somebody else wouldn't. Right. And it's like, I don't know. I think it's maybe, and maybe that, that small thing, well, small or big, it doesn't matter, could possibly be a huge change for you know for the better for for the world honestly mm -hmm. like you just never it's like you never really you never know like we don't know what it would have been like if uh we had a different president we just know that now we're under trump and it's like weird weird but um i believe that you know the voting i believe that you know the voting could could help i mean but I don't think people I don't think people really think about it that much enough to actually be like, well, I'm going to go out there and I'm actually going to try to bring some change and actually try to, you know, try to do it. A lot of people are just like, oh, I'm not voting or I don't vote. Or, I don't feel like voting or I don't really. And it's like, yeah. I mean, all right. I mean, you can't you can't really make nobody do it, unfortunately. But I mean, it, it could save you. Right. Who knows? Who knows what would have happened if more people got out there and then we didn't have Trump in office and we had somebody else? People hated. There was a lot of people who hated when Barack Obama was in office. Some people just cared that he was black. Yeah, for sure. And it was just like so a lot of people just cared that he was black. So they're like, "Yo, I'm voting for Bull." Didn't even really like get into what he actually stood for, or what he had to bring to the table, and 
you know what? He was in there for two terms. And it's like, you know, for some people, I would be like, kid, yeah, but when he was in there, everybody acted like they loved it. But the world actually wasn't that great when he was in office. And it's just like, all right, well, if that's the case, then why do y'all want him back so bad now? That's how yeah, I was you're muted, yo. I can't hear anything you're saying. Um, yeah, it's just like, I don't, I was like, why y'all, why do y'all want it back? Why do y'all want it back so bad now? And y'all still calling him y'all president and doing all this other stuff when it's like, you know, I, things weren't things. You, you still had stuff to complain about then. Well, people but, are always going to complain, but that's, yeah, I'd say, but people are going to complain. People are going to complain regardless. But, uh, but anyway, to answer the question, yeah, I do think, uh, I do think that, you know, you know, you know, everybody participating and actually exercising their right to vote definitely uh, bring some change. Right. I think so. We got to focus yeah, think, more on local government too. Yeah. The big thing, local government. Because local government, man, people, I feel like people don't, uh, you know, local government, I'm not even going to lie, and I'm guilty of it. Like, you, you never really, like, I guess you never, when you're just used to just, you know, especially growing up, like growing up and you a young kid and you just, you know what a president, you'll know what a president is before anything that's like just local in your neighborhood or in your, in your town. Yeah, but, I have no idea, like, and I, I'm ashamed yeah. to say, like, I feel like that's something that I can do to improve, to yeah. do research on that, because that is a valid point to me. Mm-hmm. Like people don't really like you grow up, you just know the president. You know that you might growing up a little bit more, you might know the mayor. Like your mayor, yeah, Ooh. yeah. But like other than that, like you ain't thinking about like judges and everybody like that. Like people ain't really thinking about that. And even if you don't get into it as you get older, you still won't. And I was guilty. Of, I, I was definitely guilty of it, like not really knowing. But if you really like, you know, listen to the news or look at these commercials or really like listen out to what's going on. And listen to like what positions these people are trying to be in and what they stand for and what they're trying to do for people and what they it's like yeah, they actually could make a difference. Like it ain't really all about like just the president. Right. I have I have a question. So we are entertainment podcast, um, a music podcast. So I wanna ask you guys, how do you feel about the responses um from the celebrities and the entertainers about this issue and people's response to their responses. About them calling, about them basically, you know, making that list and saying that like they were coons and they ain't really, they going, going against the, uh, I mean, that's, they're basically coming at blacks and saying that basically they, they kind of, they understand why they're responding this way. Um, there's some people that there's some celebrities that are encouraging or they're not mad at like people looting or rioting or anything like that. Um, there's some people that are um, obviously like frustrated, like a lot of the artists from Atlanta, um, mm-hmm. they're really stressing to the public not in outer towners to not come into the city and destroy it because a lot of um, the businesses in Atlanta are black um, T.I. went as far as to say it was Wakanda. Um, and yeah, so there's been a lot of backlash from the public um, in response to 
some celebrities saying, don't, please don't destroy the businesses. And they've been calling them coons. There's also people like criticizing celebrities that haven't spoken out yet or maybe not at all and feel like they're not doing anything. Right. Um, I mean, are we really trying to look to celebrities for their like advice on this moment? And and you took the words right out of my mouth. It's like I feel they like become weird comedians and musicians by being like politicians or people who but we put way too much stock in celebrities around political issues. Like, you ever hear of like putting your friends in categories? In what way? Like, you're not always gonna, you have friends that you go to the club with and you got friends that you just go to brunch with and there's somebody that you might just go to church with, like, I get what but- you're yeah, you probably wouldn't go to church with your, your close with your church friend, like, because you yeah. assign that friend to a category, and that doesn't mean like you're not friends. It's just y'all have a that's how that's our relationship. That's not their lane. Yeah, that's your relationship, and that's how you get the best of your relationship, your friendship. I feel the same way with like celebrities. It's like, I'm not gonna go to Drake to see what he's going to say about this particular issue. Like, if he does, that's wonderful that he wants to use his platform to um, speak out or help or whatever. But if not, I'm, I'm not mad at him because I don't look to him for consciousness. He doesn't really make conscious music. Like, I'm going to go to him when, oh, the world is just so dark. Let me just listen to some music to take my mind off it and then I'm blasting I'm outside and AMG like I'm going to be doing that whereas J. Cole I might expect to see him at a march because that's marching. the type of yeah he's right. out there marching that's the type of music he makes like that's the message that he sends out a lot through his music but even if um, he wasn't I wouldn't be like where is J. Cole like there was yeah, people like, there was some was he a host or a news anchor? Somebody who was like, I really John like to Lennon. hear, was it him? And he was like, I want to hear yeah. Drake and, and Tracy Ellis Ross. And and it was just like, like, why are you looking for them to speak on it? Why, why not focus on the people that are speaking out and are doing something? And just because they're not tweeting about it, they might be doing something behind the scenes. Like, people rushing Jay-Z, like, oh, Jay-Z ain't saying nothing yet. Like, oh my God, like, this just happened. You don't like Jay Z is normally about that action. Like uh, he doesn't does have to do anything for anything. Jay Z doesn't. He went that on that one tweeting rant. Remember he went on that tweeting rant where he yeah. started everybody. Yeah, that was literally the last time he actually did that. Jay Z doesn't. Yeah. The most time you hear about Jay Z is after he's done something. Yeah, he's not gonna sit here and tell y'all every step of the way like a lot of other people do for clout, like. And the thing with social media, it, it really bothers me a little bit because it just it just trivializes things sometimes. And I don't know what is genuine and what's just for show. It's like, just if you're going to do something, just do it at this point. Like, why do you have to film every step? Why do you have to take a picture in front of a fire with your middle finger up? Like, why do you have to do that? Why do you have to pose for the camera? I feel like just just do it. If that's that shit what you're is a drug, do. man. A lot of yeah. these people, including these looters, we was texting about this before, but a lot of these people are like 
who looted stuff is going on Instagram and taking pictures of the stuff they loot. I'm like, you idiot. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Not been and much stupid, though. Yeah, and I'm sure there's people, if after listening to the podcast, they'll call us coons for feeling this way. And I'm like, how? Like, it, it's just, I don't understand. I don't understand how that makes somebody a coon. I just want you if to be you smarter don't want than that. Yeah, if you don't want people, you we don't want you to burn down your own community. I don't want you really? to burn down the the supermarket, ransack the supermarket, and shut everything down. So now my pop pop can't get groceries. Now my pop pop starving. My yes. pop pop can't get his medicine. Yeah, they tear they tore down the pharmacies. They like there's no pharmacies in West Philly either. Like they burnt Rite Aid to the ground. Technically, not really. They, they they burned it up. They trashed the Walgreens across the street. They ransacked the pharmacy, the mom and pop shop pharmacy right across from Rite Aid. Um, I don't know what I know that they're trying to get narcotics, but there are no narcotics in there. Like narcotics get shit there. You know what I mean? It's like that's the, the point of it. That's why you have certain go through certain loopholes. But like like Jazz was saying. You got, we got parents and stuff. We got families that need these stores and we're viewed as coons and sellouts, like Wayne said, for trying to actually encourage people to each one teach one, actually be out here about that action. You know, a lot of people that are calling you coons, they just sit on their phone and share Facebook links. That's, that's um, what I'm saying. So what are you doing after sending that tweet? Like you're sitting on your butt too. You're not out there in the streets. So what are you? <laughs> And, and I just I advise people just being out here and seeing how crazy it actually is uh, from a firefighter standpoint you know it's, it's very dangerous um, because sometimes people don't know how to set fires and they end up burning themselves uh, and then they end up or trapping themselves somewhere like we had somebody set fire to one of the stores a rent center and they trapped themselves in the store they didn't know. They didn't know how to get out of the store after they, because in any fire, once the smoke, once the smoke starts to pack down, you call it, which means it, and pretty much smoky all over the place. There's zero visibility. You can't breathe. It's the thing that kills you in fires. Fire doesn't kill you most of the time. Smoke does. So you're dead by the time you're in. By the time the fire like takes over the entire room and off the room, you're dead already. Mm-hmm. But. You could be in your own home. You could be in your own room and you couldn't find your way out. That's how crazy it is because you're disoriented. So this guy attracted himself in the rental center last night. And I'm like, how, like, you set this place on fire and almost got yourself killed. You, you, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and then you have, these are teenagers. These are kids. Mm-hmm. Where are y'all parents? And why are we, as the middle age or the, the new leaders of the new world, why are we in, endorsing it? We're endorsing it. We're, and what bothers me, even going back to the celebrity thing, too, is just the uh, idea of these millionaires and billionaires telling you to go out and do things that they're not doing. It, it, exactly. It kind of it kills me because they're doing it and we're doing it, or people our age are doing it. We're telling these kids to go out ransack these stores and they're putting themselves in danger but yet we don't have the heart to go out and do the same exact thing and y'all, um, it's like it's y'all mad like y'all mad when 
they don't speak out and say something, but then they aren't, when they do speak out and say something, you're like, oh, you just tweeting that from your mansion. Like, so you want them to just uproot and abandon what they got going on just to, to march with y'all? Like, people are so confused. Though. That's, what you, that's what you want them to do? They but they don't know what I, they want. Mm-mm, I, I agree with what Killer Mike was saying. He was saying, like, like he understand, like, and I like when people start off with, like, I understand where you're coming from. Like, I get it. Like, I feel this rage, too. But we got to work together and, and plan and strategize. Like, there has to be some sort of organ, organization. There can't just be chaos. Like, I just don't. No, it, it sounds cliche again, but it's like I feel like violence just doesn't solve much, in my and opinion. It, it won't. And I respect the protest. Like I, I really do respect a, a peaceful protest. This is my opinion, but at the same time, I do feel like protesting and and rioting and looting. I know protesting is separate from those two. Don't get me confused. But I feel like they're they're the least effective. Like, I, I really, I don't, I feel like they're effective and um, you know how a certain group of people feel. Um, you bring awareness to a certain issue, but I feel like that doesn't solve anything. I feel like back in the day with the bus boycott, like the boycott thing worked um, because during that time, like everybody needed the bus and the bus was it. And mm-hmm all the black people not riding the bus, like that's going to really hit them hard. But I feel like it does, it just doesn't have the same effect today. In my opinion, even though I respect protests, like I don't think there's anything wrong with exercising your right to protest if that's what you want to do. But, but rioting and looting, I feel like that literally solves nothing and just makes the problem worse. And just to give a update on the, for the listeners, Wayne had to get off of here because he had to respond to a call where they destroyed uh, a wine and spirits. Oh no! They said they were in and out of a shop, right? Another shop, right? And a T-Mobile. That's what he had to leave the podcast to go take care of. So just right. to let people know how real it is, like it's literally happening as we speak. It hasn't stopped since it started. And it's scary, man, because this man. Has no stock or stake in ShopRite. No stock or stake in, in these liquor stores or T-Mobile stores, but he has to go out and prevent prevent people from committing these acts, which aren't saving anything. Because like you said, it's such a contradictory movement because in one breath, people say, why is everybody complaining about them looting? These businesses have insurance. They're going to build themselves back up. And it's going to be it. And then in the second breath, so my question to you is, so why are we doing it? Um, if it, if you, you just told me that it does nothing because you just put all of these children in, in their energy to destroy a store that's just going to either be rebuilt or they're going to take their money, cash out, and go somewhere else where they can make more money. And now we're deprived of that store, which gonna, is going to be rebuilt to match the gentrification levels of the current areas that are being destroyed, i.e. 52nd Street. So it's, it's a basic lack of understanding of how economics works and a lack of understanding of the state of your neighborhood. You don't understand 
that these white allies, and this is not to make it about race, but these white allies are going to be able to live in that community. They're going to clean it up because it's becoming their community anyway. Um, and you're going to not have your shop right anymore. It's going to be a Whole Foods. You know what I'm saying? And you're not going to have your pharmacies anymore. You know, they're, they're going to be, you know, CVS, because CVS is more on the higher, I believe, than the right And Like, people don't understand what's going to happen on the back end of this. You know, we get paid, we get the tab. Like I said before, we we Black people take the tab. They're going to they're gonna get the drink, and it's going to be on our tab, you know? And there are going to be tons of kids hurt, firefighters hurt, police officers hurt. Um, we're working treacherous hours, uh, mental stress. Uh, today, there was a car accident. They were drag racing in Southwest Philadelphia. Oh, I saw that. Killed two children. Yeah. Uh, all because of, you know, and that's usually a drag racing area. But right now, with the state of events, it takes a while for the medics to get there. It takes a while for a fire department to get on location. It's, it's a chaotic outside and I don't think you know people understand as first responders what we see in from the lens that we watch things and it's it's a very different world it's not on Facebook you know what I mean it's it's a real we're watching real bodies real families torn apart and it's I'm not a coon for not wanting that you know what I mean we're not coons for you know and like I said you gotta pick a side either you want to implement change be more black firefighters, more black judges, councilmen, black police officers, black uh, lawyers, things that can implement that change or, or black bankers to give us better loans and things like that to understand credit, financial literacy. We don't even talk about any of these things. They want to keep it. It's by design. You know what I mean? But now, wow, you valid, know, valid point to me. And, and also if you want that war, it's not a war that we really are prepared for anyway. Nobody has guns. Nobody knows any mixed martial arts. That's that throw your hands up stuff don't go but so far because when somebody throws a foot at you, you ain't going to know what to do. You know what I'm saying? These white boys, like I say all the time, been training their whole life. You know, these cops been training their whole life. They with, with guns and knives in their hands. So even if you wanted a war, it's not a war you're, you're even prepared to win. You haven't been training, you haven't been preparing your family or anything. So it's just, we need to take a step back and think about that before we proceed, you know, with trying to make a change in our community and protest the right way and watch out for these people that are agitating our protest. Stop going out there. Yeah, you know, I'm very saying. I wanted to shed light on a lot of them did start out as peaceful protests, but there have been non-Black people entering the the protests and like instigating and making them uh, riots and spray paint and like Black Lives Matter. So like the burden falls on us, like the blame falls on us for the Black Lives Matter movement when it was non-Black people kind of setting the tone and rioting. A lot of, a lot of them, um, people were saying like they're appropriating the, the riot, like not even rioting for the cause, just like just to be a part of the riot like just to because, cause harm yeah yo and i got a whole i got a whole thing about that too like and i don't know who's gonna feel a way about this but it's like this is the way i see it when because you know you see all the posts about 
Oh yeah. Um, it's like, all right, we're mad. We're mad at about the George Floyd thing. So we go out and we protest and we take it a step further and we loot now. So they're looting, and your first mistake is you're looting and you're just, and like you know you're looting and burning down stuff in your own community. No community is good to doing it, but you're literally doing it like in your own neighborhoods, right? That's number one. Two, y'all start recording people that aren't black, like white people, and y'all like, look at this. Ain't not one black person in sight, and they sitting here destroying, doing whatever. Y'all tagging something, or they breaking windows, or they doing something like that. And it's like, all right, like it looks, I guess it to y'all, it looks bad because they're a white person doing it, and they're in the mix, and they're tearing down your community. The one that you are already tearing down before y'all started posting them up there. But what I don't think people are realizing, or at least the way I see it, is like, so you started off doing it because you're you're angry. White people doing it now, so you're even more angry when you see them do it because they're doing something hurting our community, just like you were doing before. But not realizing that seeing them do it could also make the people who weren't doing it yet feel like, oh, well, they, they must be on our side and feeling our pain and they're destroying stuff and disturbing the peace just like the people just like the people were already doing so let me let me get out there and help them tear our own communities down and fight for this cause and it's like especially the kids oh. these young kids out here doing that like why are you out there in the first place yeah and it's like you know, it's like did y'all it's like i think in the mix like they're even now it's like to the point where it's like yo I don't even think people even realize what they're out there for anymore. I think it's actually more people just taking advantage of the opportunity than people actually out there for the cause. Oh, and it's yeah. like, but they, but yeah. they, when it comes like, to the riot, tell like you. They, but, but they act like they contend. They're they're really mad that there are white people out here. It's like, yo, are y'all mad that they're out here or not? Because y'all still doing the same thing that they're doing. And the crazy part is, they're gonna continue to mess up our communities, and you're gonna help them do it. And at the end we going to be asked out because they get to go back home to their suburbs where it's not destroyed. Right. Right. No, they, a lot of them, most of them ain't living off 52nd street. Most of them ain't living out in, um, out, out Southwest where they destroyed that whole, uh, Penrose plot. Like they, most of the, most of them really ain't living sad. around Alamy right now where they destroying, uh, shop, right. And wine and spirits and all that other kind of stuff. They can go do that and literally run away from them cops and go right back home. And then at the end, who's 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 messed up? We are. When our when our when our uh, grandparents or parents or even us need something from these stores, who's left out? Us. And I've even seen people talking like, "Oh well, it was like, Dad, we sitting here messing up our own communities." And it's like for the areas that didn't get hit yet, they're like, "Man, I hope they don't bring it to this area. We might as well take it up northeast or Willow Grove somewhere. Why even take it up there? Like why? Like the thing is though, it's like." Because y'all are going to need those stores now because we don't have anything down here. So it just, it's like never, it's, it's just never going to mm-hmm. end. I think everybody's mind now is just like loot, loot, loot. And it's just like, I don't even think it's because y'all are even angry anymore. And best believe some yes. county police are waiting for y'all to come up there to Willow Grove. They have nothing to do usually. They it's can't salivate. wait. One of my, Mike from work, he wrote into the podcast before. He was telling me that one of uh, his homies is a, a cop out in Willow Grove. And he said he patrols the mall, which has been closed for who knows, since the COVID thing started. He said they just been bored out there. 
because it's not, it's not like an inner city. There's not a whole bunch of activity. He was like, he was on the phone with him and he was like, I dared them to come here. We are waiting for them to try to bring it here. They're like setting up this shit now. Like they can't wait. And I, and I, and one thing I wish that Wayne was back on for too, um, was just like you said, I, I wanted to, I didn't want to get too into, I don't know how much he could tell us, but I really wanted to ask him, what is their policy in regards to these protests? You know what I mean? Like you see how, when they stand out there for us, when we go to protest, it's only because somebody said that there's a bomb there. And even then we just staged like a block away just in case the drone blow up and we got to put it out. Other than that, police stand right on the front lines. And if you see, they all stand in a certain formation and they're, they're never really reactive. You're yelling at them, you're throwing stuff, and they just stand there. Like, when when do you advance, you know what I mean? Right. I, that's something I really want to know because I would commend the Philadelphia Police Department because compared to other police departments, you see how they handle things. And it seems like they kind of have more it's to me, it seems like they have more restraint. Um, the Philadelphia ones? Yeah. yeah. I uh, saw a post that, like, they was, I, I believe it was in Philadelphia because one of my followers posted it. They um, they were hit a lady with a rubber bullet and, bullet. like, and, like, they knocked out her tooth. Yeah, I mean, well, if a rubber bullet hits you in your teeth, it might knock that joint out. I mean, I also think like they, they do do fire rubber bullets and flashbacks, but I think they do that. That's what I mean. Like, when is that? When do you do that? Like in that context, what happened mm-hmm. to make that happen? And it's crazy because you can't even ask that question without being charged as a coon. Like, like so yeah. what why did that cop do that? Like, what do you mean? Why? He should have just never did it. He should have never did anything. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, nah, sometimes cops do need to, some of these dudes need to be tuned up. So you just might need to do that. You might need to hit him with a rubber bullet. Calm his ass down. Something else. So people are getting mad at people for criticizing other people, um, burning down or looting the target. They're like, oh, y'all crying over a billion dollar company. Like, hello, there's minimum wage workers that work in that that billion dollar company. Like, huh? Like, well, I don't, yeah, Target can be built, but, like... We're not defending Target. Like, yeah, I, what, like, what, what are you talking about? What is the Target about? thing? Everybody's been saying that, like, Target. Nobody's worrying about Target, yo. Maybe the people who work there, because they got lives and families and a yeah. job that they needed. Yeah. And maybe it's, and maybe I needed to go to Target. And well, I don't yeah, want the regular to people. Target. That's my favorite store. I don't think anyone... Nobody was out here mad, like, oh, man, what is the... Target Corporation gonna do like no I'm not yeah, sure about no. that. Yeah, no, it's the minimum wage workers that work there. Like, does that is that fair to them? Like, no, it, it's, it's not really fair. not. But why are people at, see? But that's the thing. Yeah, at the same time, we're not like sitting here just every day like, oh, Target, all oh, Target, all. Oh, what about tar-? like? <laughs> it's not that, but it's just like at the same time though. It's the principle. At the same time, yeah, it's the principle is like. If, if somebody does bring up Target, it's mainly just because it's like, yeah, that was a big story that y'all hit, like, in the beginning. But it's like, y'all didn't have to... That didn't have to happen. That didn't that didn't have to happen, and then it's just like, oh, what about Target, 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 Target? Yeah, people bring it up, but it's like, it didn't have to happen. People... Because the thing is, if they can say, oh, y'all worried about Target, what y'all need to be worried about is justice for George Floyd. 
Okay, then y'all go. What you're doing is not giving any justice. Has anybody right. has anybody seen somebody provide an answer as to what this solves? Like, okay, we are going to loot and riot, and this will happen. This will change. Has anybody provided an answer? Or no, but, the, just... but no, but the people think that just disturbing the peace. That no justice, no peace. They oh, just okay. think that doing anything chaotic is just going to change the minds of all the all the like police officers and everybody that's up higher. So they'd be like, basically, it's just like, all right, if y'all don't give justice, we'll break everything. And it's like, okay, 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 okay. I got you. I got you. It's not going to work like that. And plus, I hate to even say this because I'm not even, t- but it's like, yo, we, we're black, yo. It's not going to happen like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just not going to. And I think we all know. That's why it's like, I feel like as black people, probably not the kids, because a lot of them are just stupid anyway, they're not going to think about that. And they're just out here just doing this because they think it's fun. But it's like, yo, this is not going to work in our favor, yo. That's that's what people just not understand. And it's like, yo, y'all doing all this because y'all think it's a tactic to get what we want, but we're not going to get what we want. You're actually taking more from yourselves and everyone else, and then we're going to get even less. And I also want to keep it above too, like bounce off what you just said about not getting what we want. Let's, I, I just wish we would stop that narrative, the narrative of we think we're going to get what we want because I'm going to just, mm-hmm. now I'm going to go a step even further to say that, yeah. that um, let's keep it real. These kids ain't out here doing shit for nothing. That's not looting. That's them drawing. Like it's not, it's this, stop trying to act like these children are out here doing it for pay. They're not. They could care less. Um, that's, it might be a controversial high take, but these kids are out here doing what we did as high schoolers. When you see chaos, you see a crowd running to something and just start wrecking stuff, you just follow suit. You're a, you're a teenager. You have reckless abandon. We have things to lose. So now we try to politically position their actions like, oh, they're doing it because they're angry about the political system they don't care about the political they're 15 years old i watched children run out of shop right last night on parkside avenue they're children they had no clue about about the taxes and and the criminal justice system like it affects them directly but that's not why they were doing it and stop trying to put this is one once again we're putting our you know, trying to live vicariously through children. And parents do it all the time, try to make their kid become a football star because they never is. So now you want to make your children these civil rights activists because you were too afraid to be. You know, you like, I'm not going out there. I got a job. I got this. I got that. I ain't going out. I'm going to go out during the peaceful part. And then when things start getting real and start getting dark, everybody back in the house tweeting about how everybody should be looting. Instead of show your face, show that you actually out there with them while they doing it. Right. You ain't going to be in the mix because it's going to get real for you. And you're an adult and you're going to realize how foolish you are when these kids just ransacking the store and now the parents don't have nowhere to go to get their food. You know, yeah. but it's, 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 it's getting crazy, man. But it don't have nothing to do with trying to get what we want. Not with the kids, at least. The peaceful protesters, maybe, but I still think I'm not here to protest with anybody. I'm here to just I'm gonna get what I want by making a change. Like, and 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 each one teach one. Check a racist when you see them. Yeah, right. 
Right. I, um, I was on Instagram this morning, and I f- they were they posted one of the um, Atlanta Housewives, and like her, she has a store, and it was like looted and broken, and she was like, she was saying she understands like the cause like more than anybody. She she explained. But like she was just so upset. Like, look at her store. And I saw people in the comments like, oh, she crying over the store. She can rebuild it. I threw my phone. I'm like, the nerve, <laughs> the nerve of you. Some people, I'm not saying this is her, but some people spent their whole life savings like to start a business. Yeah. Whatever, whatever ratio. Like some people use their whole life savings and you just destroyed it. Like I, I just I can't put in. And I understand that you're angry, the people who actually care about the cause. I, I, I get it, because I'm angry too. Like, just the bit of background on me, like, I'm super, like, I took so many, like, African-American lit courses. I spent a, a majority of my college education, like, learning our history, writing, like, a million-page papers on it. Like, my parents would get annoyed with me because I would I would bring race up all the time, like, so I don't want anybody to confuse my comments with coonery because like I care deeply about these causes. I just I'm not a violent about it. I don't have a I don't have a criminal mind. Like I don't think like that. So like right. like when I watch movies and um it's like a crime movie and they go through all this stuff and then they end up in jail, I'm like Dang, all they had to do was if they do none of this, they could have just been sitting at home, like chilling. They they had to put right, themselves right. there because, like, I don't I don't think as a, a criminal or I don't think violently because I just don't think that solves anything. So, so a lot of people may not relate to what I'm saying or appreciate what I'm saying, but I really don't think it it helps because we've tried that in the past with the with the riots and the LA riots and look we're we're in the same spot. So we have to try a different way. Like there has to be another way. I can't I don't know what the way is, but we gotta figure something else out. Well if you ask people in those positions, well people who are actually for the cause and not mm-hmm. just rioting for their own come up, they say that we tried every other way we tried being peaceful and for years and decades and then it's come to this this is what it's come to this is where we right. are you know what I'm like, um, yeah i don't know <laughs> but what i do want to do i do want to shed like since we are a music podcast i do want to shed light on george floyd's life and his contributions to hip-hop because um, I read that he was actually a part of DJ Screw's um, legendary Houston group. It was called the Screw Screwed Up, Screwed Up Crew, or something like that. Anybody hear about that? I did hear about that. I, I hear about that. that. I know that. I heard he was a yeah. Bunch of to be honest. <laughs> yeah, he grew up with the um, with the NBA player. I'm sorry, I'm not. I don't know sports. Steven Jackson, they do look a lot alike. I really thought that was. I thought, that was, his, I thought that was like his relative or something. Yeah, they yeah. look alike, though. <laughs> they look yeah. just alike. So they grew up in Houston together, and um, yeah, he was part of uh, George Floyd. They call him Big Big Floyd, and he was a part of DJ uh, Screw's uh, Houston crew, and they made like this 24 minute 
track and he's on it like 14 minutes in. I forget what it's called. Something about balling. Long ass. Long ass. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I didn't listen. I didn't listen to it. I just Yo, if you don't it. come into the fourteenth minute, it's <laughs> <laughs> like the like, fourteenth minute part. First of all, yeah. that's Sugar Hill Gang, John. Like you can't have no good talk. Crazy. Like, how do you even know. pitch that to somebody? Like, yeah, yeah, my shit. Come on. Yo, fourteen minutes. I start killing. <laughs> yeah, like no, nah, dog. Yeah, and just what people were saying about him. Um, he grew up in Houston, but he relocated to Minneapolis to just, I guess, create a better life for himself. Like, he just wanted to change and to better himself. I think he was a um, a security guard at a, um, a restaurant or something, something like that. And also, I heard, I'm not sure how true this is, but I heard that him and the officer that killed him actually to work together. worked together, work together at that restaurant, like both as like security guards. Yeah. yeah so that's too. very interesting. Very, um, very interesting. Like, what is the connection there? Like Big Big Floyd did a lot of Yeah, I was I was so shocked at like how well known he was. And us being a hip hop podcast, I really wanted to talk about that, like shed some light on that because that's dope. It is like he had a lot. He had a lot going on. I mean, more than people would know. Like, and it's it's a shame how true. It's a shame how he went out, especially knowing the connection between. Um, did I just did I just I'm you can't say me? Yeah, yeah, you did black. All right, all right one bit. Um, yeah, so it's a shame how he went out, knowing like the connection with uh, you know, between him and the cop, but um. But still, though, yeah, like, he, he clearly had, like, a lot going on, man. And it's sad just thinking about who lost him. And, you know, like, they, you know, it's, oh, my God, especially the fact that they had to throw in that, oh, he had underlying health issues thing. No. All of a sudden, and well, all of a sudden, like, after that. And it's like, nah, man, don't try to do that. Right. Don't, yeah, you, don't try to do that. That pissed me off. Well, today, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jazz. My bad. I'm, real quick, I just, I don't want, like, all of this, the looting and the riots and people, like, acting like just to overshadow, like, just parts of his life that should be celebrated and acknowledged. That's all I wanted to say. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that, I think just bouncing off what you said, Jazz, like, and kind of what you said, Ayo, like, is, like, they just came out today with a, uh, with a personal autopsy. Oh, I did uh, see that. Family got a personal autopsy yep. and they're saying did indeed die from asphyxiation. So mm-hmm. depends on how that goes, I think that we're gonna start to see him be celebrated. Hopefully, if all goes well, this officer goes to jail, hopefully we'll see a, a name. You know, we have so many hashtags that we forget. Maybe this will be one that we can remember, and he can be immortal. You know, he can be immortal, and and he can be memorialized, memorialized by his art, by the work that he's put in. Like maybe, hopefully, DJ Screw come out with some John and just replay it. And I guarantee you, mm-hmm. his plays went up after this. Like, oh yeah, you never know. Some stuff might f- uh, be around. Some studio stuff where they might take like his acapellas. Like you know what I mean and drop them on actual beats and like 
Floyd might mess around and get fake if he was nice. I don't even know if he was nice. I haven't heard any big Floyd. They're gonna bring that, that, that long track out and just start it at the 14 minute mark. That would be dope if they can uplift him in that way once all the, the dust settles. And like, yeah. if maybe if since y'all want to rely on Jay Z for so much, maybe Jay Z could do that. And, um, <laughs> Big yeah, Floyd featuring Jay Z. That's crazy. And Bum B. <laughs> and Beyonce. He's from and he's from Houston, so they might do something like that. Actually, see but people don't. Like people think B that. will be first. What did you say? I said Bun B will be first. <laughs> Bun B will be before Jay Z. I don't care. Bun B is is the spokesperson for everybody. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think that oh yeah, I think that's all I had to say. I just feel like I just get frustrated when people just want celebrities just to speak out immediately when things happen, and if their silence automatically means like they don't care. And if and if and why are y'all paying attention to them anyway? Instead of like I said before, putting so much stock in what they think, focus on your leaders, the people that can actually probably make a change, instead of somebody that ultimately is just going to tweet and then so to appease you, like okay, they care. Whew. Like you don't know that. It, it's stupid. It's stupid to me anyway when people try to expect that because I think they just try to do that because they're like, well, this person's big and this person, like a lot of people are probably influenced by these people, so they feel like they have to speak up. And it's just like, yo, for real, for real. These are like, regular people. I might sound like I might sound like I might sound like an asshole, but it's like, yo, if I'm an entertainment and I don't say anything about it, maybe I say something generic like. Dang, man, it's like crazy what's going on. And then people try to come at me like, well, why you ain't doing nothing? You're a big star. Why aren't you doing nothing? Um, I'm in here to rap or make beats. I'm not in here to be out trashing stores with you. Right. Even if yes. I even if I don't, even if I don't go out and mark, like, like you're saying, like you talked about J. Cole and stuff like that. That's great that he does that. But is J. Cole running in and out of shop right? No, he's not. Oh, I was man, like, that would be the dumbest shit in the world. Up. Right, he might speak up and everything like that, but it's like, dog, you don't act like um, don't act like I have to do that. I wasn't, I wasn't put here to be some type of like some yeah. type of act. We all are like tall as J. Cole. I'm not here to be killing. I'm not here to be killing Mike. Like, yeah, like y'all are my fans because you made me your favorite rapper or your favorite singer. I didn't come here as an activist. You can't expect that from every artist if somebody is like that that is awesome that is great if they use their platform for that the more the merrier but if somebody doesn't do that i'm not gonna like trash them it's like all right i'm not really paying attention to you in regard to this issue i'm focused on the person that is you know trying to help or wants to help like okay that's good for you like right i'll give you a round of applause for that i'm not i don't like i said before i don't expect drake to, to be an activist and you don't and a lot of times a lot of people do things behind the scenes and don't want to talk about everything that they've done because sometimes it comes off as disingenuous like Prince we found out after he died that he did all these things right you know what I mean yeah, yeah. I, I don't know like I think cultural responsibility is a big one it's weird because I agree but at the same time I also think that culture plays a lot into or rap culture or hip hop culture plays a lot into our neighborhoods. And it's just how, you know, art imitates life or is it the other way around? They always say like, but um, 
I think that a lot of times you get a lot of rappers that, you know, they talk a big, you know, they talk about the violence or they rap. We love, we all love rappers that talk about killing people. Like, yeah. not, not necessarily, but when you put it like that, it sounds crass, but like we do, we love rappers, gangster rappers, everything. We love Jada, we love Fab, stuff like that. But then when it really happens, a lot of times these rappers, they want to throw like peace rallies and they want to say, yo, man, we got to stop doing this and stop doing that. So it comes off as contradictory a lot. But the sad thing is, I can understand that. But the sad thing is, um, now a lot of these rappers are getting older, the ones that we looked up to. So now their mindset has changed after making millions and millions off of violence. Now they're mm -hmm. like, yo, y'all got to chill. But the labels paid y'all to rap that way. So the kids is like, yo, that's the way out the hood. Now, of course, right. rap, didn't, rap isn't the reason why there's violence in our streets. But like, if you can keep that wheel rolling and keep their minds moving and shove their minds with all of that, they're going to be out here looting and then they're going to be rapping and saying what they want. And the labels won't pay you so much to do that and to keep that going for them kids. And I guess yeah. me saying all of that was just like, saying that cultural impact like so i guess you do want to speak up and you do want to hear a rapper sometimes but like yo we want but at the same time i'm with you jazz i'm like i don't really look to them for that like i look to them for, to make dope music i look to them to be good you know i look to them to be cool people when you see them like if you say yo what's up yeah be out here like actually smacking people around but sometimes it's, it's weird because it's just entertainment and they just trying to make their money and now they stuck. Like, yo, I'm going to mess my brand up if I say the wrong thing. So they don't even know how to get their message across because they might feel how we feel. Because if we feel how we feel, like, yo, y'all shouldn't be looting, imagine when he, imagine a rapper coming out and actually saying that. Like, right. they, their career, they're going to get canceled because that's the cool thing to do is to go, you understand the looters, keep going and keep pushing yeah. that. Like every rap, I haven't heard a rapper that's been cheered on. I haven't really heard a rapper or any uh, famous person for that matter come out and, you know, tell people to stop looting. Right. Or saying it doesn't make they sense. Canceled, they canceled B. Simone and Desi Banks, who are two Instagram comedians. Yes. Or yeah. one in peace. It's like, all right, like. They want peace. I mean, that's commendable to me. But if that's not commendable to you, why are you canceling them? Like, what, what is bad about that? Like, and they're, they, they got famous for being social media people. Like, they're not activists. They're not leaders. Why do you even care? Right. Like, if you don't agree with them, like, oh, yeah, I don't really agree with that. Uh, and then move on. No, you have to start a whole... Cancel fest. I saw a tweet. Somebody say, "Oh, Do Doja Cat, um, I ain't forget about you, bitch. Hold on." Like what? I think we have bigger things. Way bigger we have things. Greater things. Like people just cancel people, culture. Just, a lot of this always thrives. A lot of that is doing it for doing it for the gram or doing it for the likes yeah. too. Twitter, like people are out here saying anything and canceling anybody sometimes just to for the retweets. Yep. Well, they tried to cancel true. Ebola, but guess what? Update. Oh, Ebola's back. There's been another outbreak. <laughs> Listen, which was a crazy I statement in 2020. Yeah. Ebola is back. Like there was another breakout yeah. in Congo. I'm like, 
Huh? Rona then took a break. Somebody was like, where is Miss Rona? And somebody was like, um, it's halftime. Racism is performing. No. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, no. Um, see, that's going to be the next thing. Y'all think Rona took a break. Just because racism <laughs> happened does not mean Corona is just gone. Yo, Rona on the, this Rona, next Rona wave is going to be crazy. Rona in the, I was about to say, Rona got, uh, Rona got injured real quick in, in the locker room with an ankle injury, but that's not about to come right back. <laughs> Alexa, play patiently waiting. All like these, she said. <laughs> <laughs> all, all these people in these uh, in these protests, all these people, all these crowds close together. You don't think this wave, a wave not about to hit? They that do have on masks, though. Most people do have on masks. Nah, it don't uh, matter when you're that close nah, to that many people. That mask can protect you from that. I gotta go to the grocery store. Matter of fact, before they hit me. Curfew out there, Rona out there creeping through the crowd, socking people real quick. He getting they he's getting their hits off. He out there shadow boxing, right? Hitting everybody. Ebola is (laughs) Ebola is just on the bench with the suit on, but that don't hop right back off. Like (laughs) (laughs) Ebola retired and came back. Ebola came back like Michael and the Wizards and shit. Yeah, exactly. Like Ebola, Ebola came went to the went to the uh, went to baseball and came right back to the NBA real quick. Like, all right, I'm back in this zone. Stop playing with me. But, you you remember that like, BT Awards where they were performing um all about the Benjamins and then Lil Kim like popped up through that thing. She came up from the uh, floor. <laughs> she came up, she came yeah. up from the stage like from the ground. Ebola. <laughs> That's Ebola. Uh, Ebola just came up from came up from the like, dirt in Africa and just started just plug, performing. Plug. <laughs> okay. Why is Ebola performing a Lil' Kim song? <laughs> <laughs> How did Ebola like? I'm gonna find, find the clip and send it to the group chat. <laughs> like Ebola would be like, it's really not funny. I know, it's crazy because it's not. But yeah, we're gonna get canceled. <laughs> but they don't come back. I gotta know where. We're gonna find something anyway. All you can do is laugh because every 2020, like every month, I seen a meme that said every month just out ghetto the next. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yo, it does. Out ghetto. And we had so many chapters this year, it was crazy, dog. Like we just had so much stuff. Yo, it's like oh, it's just like it's gonna be a, it's just gonna be a table of contents. But we were ghetto, so uh, salty because we swore everybody swore this was gonna be our year. year. Like yeah. <laughs> everybody <laughs> thinks 2016 was their year to like yo, it's gonna be just like 2016. Yo, soon as like January no. 3rd hit, uh Trump was like, Oh, we going to war. I'm like, oh. it was 2019 like, calling everybody phone, like, uh-huh. You don't like it over there with that bitch, do you? <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. We go into war. Trump is still the president. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant, Pat. I still that's that one. Just I, I cannot it, it, believe Kobe Bryant is not here. It's so it's much has happened that that seems like it was a long time ago. I know yeah. Kobe Bryant, my guy, Pop Smoke, George Floyd, Ooh. just everybody. Like it, 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 COVID, quarantine, Ebola. Now I just. I, I can't take it. Like, what else? 2019 changed the lot. The country is burned down. How do you out ghetto that? The only the only next course of ghetto is Trump getting reelected. He gonna win. That's how you out ghetto. (laughs) This year's ghetto, man. This year's (laughs) Trump going Trump going win live from the bunker, dog. 
Because, like, okay, Joe Biden is not always the ideal candidate, but, like, come on, like, we at least got to get Trump out of there, and then we can deal with Joe Biden once he's in. Like, can he really be that bad if he was Obama's VP? Like, can he really be that bad? Like, can we just, like, once he's in office, like, all right, Joe, this is what you got to change. We don't like that you said this, this, and that. You got to make sure you do this, this, and that. And then he'll probably be like, all right. But we got to get Trump out He's going to be like, all right. Like, all right, bet. But y'all just want to be right, like, ah. Like, and not, and not do nothing. I'm just like, oh. I, can't I mean, he was trying. I mean, you know, I think, uh, I think he can be that bad. Anytime you say, can it really be that bad? It definitely like, it probably <laughs> will be that bad. <laughs> and like Godzilla comes out in, in December, like Biden wins. Like you got the, the yeah. predator comes in January, like 2021. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Why does he win? And why why does he win and Godzilla instantly comes off? Like as soon as he wins, Godzilla. And that's not until like what the fall when all that happens? Like we still got to get there. I, like, next month, I don't know, they're going to be like, guns have become robots, and they just walk around by themselves killing people like know. guns. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> just start growing text, feet and text, shooting niggas. Like. I text my parents in a fit of rage. I was like, how dare you give birth to me in USA and not Canada? How <laughs> dare you? Yo, dog. It is crazy. Oh it's like, yo, what's the real God. life is really like a movie, dog. When I saw that, when I saw that, like, headlines talk about some the monkeys in India stole them COVID-19 sam. I'm like, yo, what is going on? <laughs> is this Jumanji? Like, what is going on, dog? But you Wait, have did, you did you see the thing about the cannibal rats or something? Yeah, yo, the, the cannibal rats. And it was like, and it said something about cannibal rats because, like, it was like a shortage of garbage for them or something yeah. like that. And I was like, yo, what is going Like, what is this? Like, yo, we don't have any more garbage, so we, we're cannibal rats now. What? Somebody. I'm just picturing the rats like at a counter, like y'all ain't got no more garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody we gonna eat y'all then. Somebody <laughs> said the aliens look at us like, oh look, this season lit. Like, pretty no. much. Yo, real? yo, I promise, yo, I promise you. And I swear, I will not be surprised with all the stuff that these people are stealing for the last couple of days, dog. And they'll just be like, yeah, we're live, and I don't know, we're live in like. South Philly at, a, at another shopping center, and then you just see all these people running with like clothes and sneakers, and then you see somebody just coming out of a store with with just a loose alien just running down the street. You know, like that, like this guy. <laughs> or they just got a UFO. They just like they just like riding on top of like a UFO just coming out of like a, a hot topic or something like that. Like just something weird. I would have been like, oh, this year is just like somebody just made. Just created all of this Not because to they, they released the footage of the the UFOs saying aliens was here, and that yeah. like a pair, they discovered parallel universes. Dog, this is yeah. scary, yo. Oh no, take me there. Where are we going? Oh, I saw is... somebody walking down the street with a whole cheesecake after they looted the cheesecake factory. I was like, I'm done. I I've seen please. that video too. They were just oh. carrying the plate. But yeah, I hope. <laughs> They just launch a new rocket into space. I hope they find a new planet for us to move to. They find a new planet for us to move to. They're going to be up there looting for George Floyd up there too, man. 
All the Mar, all the all the other planet targets is done. Like dog, yeah. they they mad. <sighs> Listen, in closing, I asked this on the um Glorious Bastard. Shout out to that to Hassa's podcast too, which he is the host of Glorious Bastards. Shout um, out to Glorious Bastards. I I asked the question this I ended the same way. What do you see happening next? For better or for worse, where do you see it going? Especially now that we know what the autopsy said. Mm. Um, I think it's going downhill, the world still. But I'm just, I don't know. I'm hopeful that they'll get charged. They're probably going to not charge them or convict them the way that the public wants. They're probably going to, I think the public wants them to be charged with first degree murder but i think they're charging they're going to charge him with third degree and like mm-hmm. like an accident or something like that and i think that people are still going to be angry they're not going to vote for joe biden and then trump is going to win again and dog be safe all right we're going to be screwed real quick uh I, I hear you jazz but real quick for people listening um wayne just got back um oh, shoot Perfect timing. Yeah, perfect timing. We was wrapping up. But um how how is there I don't know how much you can divulge, man. I don't want to put you on like super front street. But um I matter was fact, going I, on front street. <laughs> I climbed out of front street and I'm just like, Oh shoot, you probably did. Um <laughs> before I even say that, Haas, you said you had a specific question for Wayne. Oh yeah, yeah, while you're here. Um yeah, we'll jump back before before the end. Um Wayne, I don't know how much you can tell us, but like I always wonder because it seemed like, especially Philadelphia Police Department, especially, seems like they seem very composed during these riots. What? How much of the protocol can you break down to us? Like, when are y'all allowed to react, or why? Why do y'all stand in the formation, and when do y'all advance? Like, what? How do y'all decide when to advance, when not to advance, when to? flashbang, tear gas, stuff like that. When do you, you know, is there any way you can expound on that a little bit? So as much as I, the boss's job to manage that. Does that make sense? Wait, repeat that because you have a little distortion on your end. You still there, Wayne? Hello. Can y'all, can y'all yeah, hear, hear me now? Hear, I hear you oh, now. All right. All right. Okay. Um, it, so what I mean by the bosses is that uh, the chief inspectors and deputy commissioners, et cetera, who make the call when we act. So <clears throat> there's training. We have special units that are trained for riots. I mean, we all have basic foundation in riot control, um, but we have special unit that are, uh, that they're specially trained to handle these kind of um, emergency events, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but to all in all, it's up to someone like a deputy commissioner um, who's in control of operations to say, okay, this is when we're gonna 
allow SWAT to tear gas. This is when we're going to say, let's advance, you know, to push them back. Um, there's normally a street or a, uh, how can I say this? Like, a, so there's a command center, right? So right. something, an event happens, which earn you, you know, full and well what happens. So an emergency happens, then there's a stage in area, and then somebody, depending on what it is, the fire department will be in control of it, or the police department will be in control of it. Um, when in a situation like this, the police department will be in control. Normally, there's someone there um, of higher of high ranking, and they're the deciding factor on when it's time to push, when it's time to call in SWAT, when it's time to do this and do that. Um, unfortunately as an officer or patrolman, we don't have a say on when we do certain things, right? Mm -hmm. So we're kind of just in the situation like we have to do what we're told when we're told. Um, for the most part, it's effective because you can't have, <clears throat> a lot of the times in a big organization, you have a lot of chiefs, a lot of chefs, um, with the what's a good analogy because i don't want to i want to be politically correct but there's too many hands in the pot right too okay? many too many cooks in the kitchen right and not enough people willing to say okay i don't need to flex my rank i'm gonna take i'm gonna let this person take take charge of the situation right for whatever the case be, they have more experience, et cetera, et cetera. But mm -hmm. to simply answer your question, there's a boss that makes the call. And as patrolmen and women, we have to follow those orders. Gotcha. That's to so put it all simply. Pretty much. Say again? So y'all all pretty much here at the same time. So like, I, I guess why I'm asking is because like, people will always say like, oh, they just, started doing this and of course we know that there's a method to the madness and there's right what about it but like yeah. so like somebody would call so maybe y'all have maybe they have somebody on that line that is in mm -hmm. communication with the command center not every single one of them or is there like an earpiece or i don't want to give away too much you know right right so but, uh yeah so to, to put it to, to put it as simply as possible so people can understand there's someone there higher than the sergeants, higher than You break it up, man. What up, man? Yo, you, you fading, man. I can't hear you. Come on, Dirty Mo. <laughs> Come on, Dirty Wayne. <laughs> yeah, we can't hear you, man. You might have gone. You might have lost some signal. Somebody get my man that right. Come on, dirty mo. Nah, man, we still can't hear you, man. Yeah, you, you lighting up? Like I can tell you, trying to talk, but we can't make anything out. I didn't have. They're gonna make. It. We're gonna do. Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Am yeah. I still faded? <laughs> you, you. you. Uh, oh. No, did you just? No, there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. You bet. You bet. You bet. Oh, all right. It was a dead spot. My bad. Um. So, okay, so there's the sergeants, the lieutenants, the captains, and, the, and given the situation, um, like a big situation like this, there's gonna be someone higher than the captain and they're going to be calling the shots. 
they're on the field. All right. So that's to put it simply so everybody can understand. There are multiple, there are multiple bosses there, but there's gonna be someone designated to call a shot. And gotcha. that's how we'll move from there. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I know it was, a, it was long and drawn out, my bad, but I no, kind of, I, I, I try to make people understand or help people understand as simply as possible by giving as much information as I can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and we appreciate it. That's why, that's why you're here, man. For sure. Because sure. we don't have that information, so it's good to hear from somebody out there. Um, hey, listen, I, I barely have the information. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, I'm, y'all going day to day right now, I'm sure. Yeah, man, it's it's a mess. I, can things be can things be better strategized? Absolutely. Um, but who, unfortunately, giant organizations like a police department, especially the fourth largest police department in the country, um, there's bound to be reactive uh, instead of proactive responses, they're going to be reactive responses. And unfortunately, this is one of those times where it's a reactive response, right? So the way I see it, I've been gone for a while. I'm back and nobody expected this to ever happen. So there's not a solid, concise, somebody said and put it in writing, if this ever happens, this is the plan that we go off of, right? Mm -hmm. Um, what it seems to me as to what happened is like, okay, this is happening. It's been day three now. So what we have so far, this is how we'll react to it instead of there already being something in place, like a right. solid, almost not guaranteed because nothing's guaranteed, but, you know, a really solid plan to to execute. That's just right. from my perspective, being away from for so long and then coming back into this madness. Right. Yeah, you came right back into it, man. It threw you to yeah. the world. It's like I brought it with me. It's crazy. <laughs> it's nuts, man. Man. So I asked everybody else this question. I'm gonna ask you too, Wayne. Where I know it's hard to see right now, but like what does what would be your best guess at what the other side of this looks like? What is the aftermath? For better or worse? Oh, that's. I know it's a very loaded question. Yeah, that's that's tricky. Um, I knew we're it's only like you said three days in, but from okay. So what I what I'm what I believe right now this will probably last for like two weeks. Um, honestly, I I think that's my personal opinion. It'll last for like two weeks. Um, the looting too, or just like just the protesting? Just the whole nine yards. I I think the protest. Oh, no, I'm sorry, not the protesting, but the looting will kind of die down much faster than the protesting, which right. is wanted by everybody. Right? right, that's wanted. Protesting is more than welcome by everybody. Peaceful pro- right. protesting. Sh- shout, scream all you want. Get your point across. Be organized. The whole nine yards. Perfect. Um, but I think the looting will stop before the protesting again, which we all want post this. I, 
foresee more of a, unfortunately, more of a, remember, remember when this happened and things went like this kind of post agitation, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And people are still going to be trying to poke the beast and poke the beast over and over and over again. Uh, that's what I think is going to happen. And that's, and that's again, another unfortunate thing. I th- or it may become, it's hard, man, because there's so many variables. And I yeah. think that it's going to be another one of those fad, a uh, fad trend, like a hashtag trend, you know? Hashtag George Floyd, you know what I mean? We'll do all this right now for a week. And then soon as that week is up, or as soon as these cops get convicted uh, and sentenced, okay, no more, you know? And then you'll hear or you'll see semblances of it uh, on social media here and there. Some people, you know, never forget kind of thing. And I think that's a, it's kind of a coward way out. It, it should be a long process. You know what I mean? It should be a long, drawn-out process with people continuing the fight uh, for justice, for change. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You need to fight for change, complete change. And that comes with getting educated, getting smart on the situation, uh, nice. getting smart on the laws, getting smart on things that you can actually affect change too. You know what I'm saying? So many people don't understand the power of a vote because they don't see it right then and there. But that's normally, in my eyes, when it comes to the presidential uh, election, right? But you still have your your mayor, your governor, <laughs> your this, your this politician, this seat here, which directly affect your very own community. You know what I'm saying? Right. And people just aren't smart on that. And uh, not all, but a lot are afraid or are unwilling to become smart on the situation, you know? Yeah. So, and, that, and that's another un- unfortunate thing. So in my personal opinion, the post aftermath of this, is gonna be like everything else, tension is gonna rise again for the police uh, and first, respond- uh, first responders in general. And we're going to have to handle it and wait for it to steady die down. You know, it's not going to be a complete halt. Oh yeah, It'll never be that way. You know what I mean? It's just going to be something that we're going to have to deal with in the midst of still dealing with COVID-19. You know, it's not that people, it, it seems as though, again, one pandemic or one national crisis and something else happens, and then you forget all about the thing that just happened, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what I think is, is going to go down. Um, what do I hope, though? I hope that there are a lot of young leaders taking, if this is the proverbial straw that broke the camel's back um, kind of situation, I hope that there are really smart young people, younger than us or our ages that really step up because we, you know, we went to school with a lot of them, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I hope they really take this opportunity to step up and teach people and help people understand what they may find way too complicated, you know? Cause I think that's another reason why people don't 
get smart on subjects, they just find a way to complicate it because of the verbiage or et cetera, et cetera. But and you have people like me, not to toot my own horn, what I what I am smart on, I try to dumb it down so a third grader can understand, you know, because I want my information, if, especially if it's the right information, to transcend your education level. So I try to use the most simplified terms I can that regardless if you're a college professor or you're a third grader, you'd be able to understand. So right. I think that's what needs to happen. Yeah, yeah man. Oh, man, I don't like hearing myself talk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. When you're in our position, you get used to it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm still not used to it. I hate myself. I wish I could be I could have been here but you know things kind of jumped off and duty calls man they're looting yeah. and just being just we being appreciate weird. You, and it's, it's sad to see man sad we appreciate see. you talking to us in the midst of that that's a lot man you 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 literally attacking what we're talking about head on while recording with us yeah so, it's a mess, man. It, it, it's mostly just kids just doing it just to do it. You know, yeah. the cause is I lost. I was saying that too. The yeah, the cause is completely lost. It's silenced. It, you know, at first, I, so here's, here's a quick thing. So in the riots when Dr. King was doing his thing, right? Mm-hmm. Riots right. that happened. And it got a little violent, you know, they were looting, you know, stealing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But then Civil Rights Act, what was it, three, two, three years later, the bill got passed or the law got passed. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense why why it's ha- because history is bound to repeat itself, right? It always has been. It, it's not turned out not to be true yet, you know? Um, right. So that's what I, I feel as though it's happening or it's gearing up for, right? Um, but with a lot of these, these kids, and that's exactly what they are, kids ment- mentally, um, not just physically, but they're just like, all right, let me just run in this family dollar or this dollar general and get all this stuff because it's the cool thing to do right now. Uh, that's George Floyd would have wanted me to have these potato chips. Ex- exactly. Dollar. Exactly. <laughs> that's what's kind of, it's being rationalized too. And the, the, the whole purpose of the riot and the protests are being lost to these ridiculous acts. Oh, and again, it, this is transcending ethnicity. You know what I'm saying? Be- I, I need people to understand that we're not, we're only one species. You know what I'm saying? We're, race right. is not, it's evolved into your race being your ethnicity. Race and ethnicity are two different things. So these types of situations, it it starts or has been started with the African American or the African to to be completely true, and it's transcending all ethnicities. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's becoming affected by this. Right. So unfortunately, it's it's us. I don't want it. I didn't. I wouldn't want it to happen to any other ethnicity, but it's happening to ours. And I don't want that to be lost. You know what I'm saying? I don't want the the the, the rage for change and justice for everybody to to be lost to simplicity. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, I don't want it to be lost to that. We do, we don't need that. 
we're going to set each other back. And we've come Big so time. far under this this umbrella, which is America and the flag, which so many Americans hate, which so many African-Americans hate, and they fail to still see all the things that we've accomplished amongst this flag, which you hate so much. There are so many great things that we've accomplished and other minorities have accomplished under the flag of the United States, which I think you should still be proud for. Because if it wasn't for our parents and our grandparents and their whole era, we wouldn't be where we wouldn't be able to have this podcast like we're doing today or like you guys do every week. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. We wouldn't be able to have it. So there, there has to be some power or they have to realize that there's more power in organization, well thought out, intelligent thoughts and movement if you if you just intelligently strategize and come together and organize and then go ahead with the movement i think there will be way much more change mm. than there would ever be with everyone being so scatterbrained and that that was apparent in the protest that happened right outside of my district they were fighting amongst each other because some just wanted to talk and others like, nah, fuck that. Excuse my language, but fuck that. Nah, Let's right. burn this building down. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what, about that was literally, yeah, literally at my district today at a protest that happened at my district. They were fighting amongst each other because there was no, there was no clear leader. Right. And they, some, again, some wanted to be peaceful and just talk, have a conversation. And then others are like, nah, fuck that. Let's burn this shit down. You're never going to get anywhere. You're, 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 the whole reason for you protesting is unclear to the entire party. No one's right. on the same page. So how are you ever going to affect change if you can't even be on the same page? Everybody's out there like a chicken with their head cut off. Just thinking exactly. what they're supposed to, be, <clears throat> supposed to be doing. Exactly. Exactly. I, again, I'm all, coming from a cop. And I'll speak from a cop's perspective. I'm all for organized, intelligent thinking and moving, right? Mm. That's a force to be reckoned with. But when it comes to, again, going back to what Haas said, going back to affecting the community, when it comes to violence and businesses and people's well-beings, to being able to take care of their families, et cetera, et cetera, it crosses the line. For sure. So it, it, it gotta it has to change. It has to change. For sure, man. I I you got nobody can say it better than that. And especially with <clears throat> the way these people's mindset well, especially these kids' mindsets out here in these streets causing everything or mm-hmm. being a part of it in a negative way, I should say. It, it, it's it's really just like they're like zombies, like at the same time. Yeah. Like they hear robots a noise and they want to follow like, it. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. They hear a noise and they want to follow that noise until that noise go away and they're waiting for the next noise to happen. Ori- yep. That's original uh, The Walking Dead, like original Night of the Living Dead. You know what I'm saying? Those are the type of zombies that we're seeing today. And it just so happens to be a generation or two behind us. You know what I'm saying? And that's unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate. Right. Don't wait for the next noise. If you if you see something, if you can foresee something, do something 
when you notice that that when you have that foresight to try to make sure it doesn't come into that uh passion you know what i'm saying yeah yeah that's just that's that's my that's the way i see it i mean i could be completely wrong y'all's listeners could be like this dude don't know what he's talking about that's fine but at the end of the day and at at the end of the at the end of my day all i want to do is see people be safe see people be successful and see people have love in their lives you know what i'm saying it's a lot of that and that's respectable so yeah especially coming from i think people need to hear that from a police officer especially the people who think that y'all are like quote unquote the enemy <laughs> got to rise up against. Yep. Right. And Everybody I'm not saying there aren't any bad strong. cops because I'm sure we'll get hit with that. I'm just talking mm-hmm. generally speaking for people who feel like that. There needs to be that that needs to be said from your perspective. Yeah. People just got to understand it's a messed up system, period. Like bad cops. Y'all too, huh? firefighters also. Bad judges, bad lawyers. Bad yeah. Whoever it is, bad, everything. bad people. You know yep. what I mean? Always yin, there's always going to be a yin to somebody's yang. Always, no matter where you go, what kind of organization you're with, what kind of culture that you're in, because law enforcement, first responders in general are their own culture. You see what I'm saying? Um, it's a subculture. So there's always going to be the yin to the yang, and you have to be able to determine which is which or who is who and not just blanket everyone because that doesn't help anyone at all it doesn't help anybody at all i mean for the majority as far as i'm concerned most people of color and that comes from african to middle eastern to dark-skinned asians you know what i'm saying this this goes for everybody i i think the more more than likely especially in Philly, if you're a person of color and you're a first responder, you normally do that because you have the passion to see the change in your community. I, I know I grew up in Kensington, so I know when I decided to come, become a cop and I, I was working there, hearing that Kensington was a shithole and the whole place should be burned down, well, I came out of there. I'm a product of Kensington, you know what I'm saying? I know plenty of families that are there that are worth saving. But you guys don't see that because you come outside of the city. Well, this is my city. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people forget that. I, unfortunately, I'm a Philly dude. You know what I'm saying? Granted, yeah. wherever my roots are, are, are you know, uh, or started, I'm a Philly dude, and a lot of people forget that, man. I'm not some. I'm not some uniform. That's the uniform doesn't define me. I right. am who I am, and the uniform just lets me. Uh, come in contact with more people to show you who I am, even with the uniform. Exactly. I am who I am inside the uniform and outside the uniform. And a lot of people don't get that. I don't need to change because I've always been this person. Right. You know, I, now I just have the power to touch more lives. So that's it. I, very well said. Thank you. Yeah, man. man. We appreciate that, man. Thank you, Wayne and Haas, for not only joining the podcast, but all you do for the community. We appreciate definitely. it. Definitely. 100%. Y'all get the utmost respect, man. Y'all are my motivation, man. Y'all are my motivation. Y'all are my family. So if it, if it wasn't for y'all, I don't know 
if I would be, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if I would be the officer that I am today if, it, if I didn't have people who loved me and supported me that I wanted to see safe. So I do what I can to try to change some kid or some dude's mind from taking somebody's life or stealing again or et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I could be looked at as a cornball, but that never affected me, man. It's, it's nothing wrong with wanting to see people do right. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with wanting to see the good in people. I, can I speak slang? Yeah, but I just choose not to. <laughs> I don't need to be hood all the time. Like You know what I'm saying? People forget that. You don't need to be hood all the time. Like, just because I don't sound You're like... You're still an adult, adult, too. Yeah, <laughs> right. like, trust, bro, there's a, it's called being professional. Like, I'll speak to y'all offline, how we speak to one another, and then there's being professional. But I try to show people that you can have the best of both worlds, man. Be professional and then be who you are with your friends. There's nothing wrong with that. If you're professional all the time, then you're professional all the time. But just be true to yourself. And that doesn't mean, oh, I'm a, I'm a real nigga. You know what I mean? I'll keep it 100 all the time. No, if you're a real nigga, you will never say you're a real nigga. It's just, it is what it is. It's shown. Your right. your character, the what you do, how you move, it shows who you really are. You don't ever need to boast about who you are. My bad. I'm going to get off my soapbox. I'm going to shut up now. No, nah, you good. You, you, <laughs> right. missed, you, 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 was, you was gone for a minute, so get it off, dog, because I agree with everything you're saying. You just trying to make up for that lost time, man. You know yeah, I mean? man, yeah. You it's, came it's on, spoke your piece, man. you left out, saved the world, came back. <laughs> <laughs> That's a flex if you ask me. Nah, you in the middle just... of what we're talking about. We're in the safety of our homes, including myself, who is the first responder, but I'm in the safety of my home right now. You in the midst of not only a pandemic, but this chaos that we have going on, and you on a podcast at the same time. That's some G shit you ask me. So, um, <laughs> yeah. so we appreciate, appreciate it, man. Shoot. I, I ain't mad at you. I appreciate um, y'all having me, man. I just yeah. I just hope I can I can hear somebody. And I listen, if you see me on the street, holler at me because I'll I'll talk to anybody. So Right, right. And that's coming straight from an officer's mouth. After y'all done of listeners I'm talking about, y'all been seeing these crazy cop videos all over the internet for days. And I'm, I hope it's refreshing to hear an officer who actually feels something and the community means something to them. I, I think that's very important. And right. a firefighter, just these first responders, you're hearing the other side of it. Because all the media going to show you is the bullshit and the looting, the downside. Yeah. So I want, I'm, I, that's kind of why I wanted y'all on here to give y'all's perspective outside of what the internet sensationalizes pretty much. Horses on. I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all having me, especially Hans too. That's my brother. Y'all my brothers and my sister. Yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean. Y'all, y'all my family. So anytime, unfortunately, something like this is going to happen again, right? Or there's going to be some something that happens with the first responder, and we're going to get more backlash. The good ones are going to get more backlash and more rage directed towards us. I'll be happy to always come in if y'all need a, a perspective because I always have something to say when something goes down. I always got something to say. I just don't say anything where it can be heard by hundreds or thousands of people, you know what I'm saying? So if y'all ever right. need me again, just holler at me and I'll, I'll be here. We appreciate it. Thank Hello, you. Bro. Appreciate you. Take care, bro.
Thank y'all for having me too, man. Y'all, y'all pretty damn cool, man. It's two, tw- two times, man. I'm starting to feel a little special, man. Oh, y'all fights in the room. Ain't gonna be for anything, Hoss. Now, Hoss, make I fought this crazy fire. Can I be on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we appreciate y'all for real, man. Um, before I close, do anybody got any like closing statements? Anything they want to say? We covered a lot. This is probably our longest podcast. Yeah. Just rest in peace, George Floyd. And I hope that justice is served in the right way. Honestly, I I think those exact words that Jazz said, I ain't going to go too deep, but yeah, just I hope hope we get what we all need at the end without it being so chaotic. And yeah, rest in peace, George Floyd, man. Uh, Rest in peace, George Floyd. Rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Rest in peace, every other hashtag, every other individual. I hope we see justice and I hope justice is not just these people going to jail. So, and I hope that everyone stays safe. Please stay safe. That's, that's the only goal. Absolutely. Uh, I'm just gonna echo all of the, the rest in pieces. And um, honestly, I hope you can hear the sincerity in my voice when I say that there are plenty of cops out here to, that truly care. <laughs> without even knowing you, we really do care and we really do want to help when you call. We will, we, we really do want to catch the guy who, who killed your brother or your cousin. We really do want to catch the guy who stole your car or et cetera, et cetera. The way we work best is when we have the community's help. Without the community, we're nothing. So this is from me, you see me, like I said, you we can shoot the shit together or we can do business. You see what I'm saying? I'm a cop for however long they're paying me to be a cop. And after that, don't ask me no questions. All right? <laughs> don't ask me no questions after I get off duty. All right? Now we just chilling. You know what I'm saying? Now we just shooting shit. But for real, if you just if you see me and you recognize my name, you, oh, you was on the podcast? Yeah, talk to me. That's what we're here for. That's what I'm here for. Right. I want to talk to you. You know what I'm right. saying? So talk to me. If you got something to say, you got something you want to get off your chest, I'll listen. Just don't touch me. Unless it's a handshake. Yeah. Unless it's a handshake or some dap, don't put your hands on me. I, I don't get with that. You know what I'm saying? I'll respect you as long as you respect me. But again, I'm I'm always Thanks. here to help. I'm always here to help. Appreciate you. I'm right. But um, with that being said, also, we recorded me, well, me and A are always on Glorious Bastards on uh, Eos's podcast, where we kind of had the beginning of this conversation there, or the other side of this conversation there. So make sure y'all tune into the Glorious Bastards for just more of our talk. Or if you want to hear this specific convo, the, the, their more, their next episode. Are you putting that out next? Yeah, yeah. It's going episode. to be pretty much a. The, a different version of the same exact conversation to hear the continued conversation of it. Um, and just subscribe to them because it's a dope ass podcast. If you oh, get, man. if you want more of, if you listen to this podcast, you want more of me and AO, we on Hoss's podcast too. So subscribe to the yeah. Glorious Bastards. That's like our, our sister podcast right there. I was just yeah. about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Sister Pods. Jazz keeps us in line on Oxcord, and then we get really retarded 
So if you just want to break from all the bullshit that's going on too, click. Well, you can click to another one episode of these, but definitely go to Glorious Bastards and laugh over there too. You know what I'm saying? It's a party, no matter what. Double trouble, you know what I'm saying? Double trouble. Right. Yo, follow follow me on Twitter at Twitter's Wayne. Uh, Twitter Lewis Wayne. <laughs> follow me on IG or IG Lewis Wayne. Uh, IG Lewis Wayne. People are really gonna look that up. I know. <laughs> they got pages. You need to just start making them go that don't put nothing on them just so they go there and follow. Yeah. <laughs> he posting black pictures of nothing, just black background. <laughs> There's just this block that's on the screen that says Leo. <laughs> Every picture. <laughs> Uh, but we appreciate everybody for listening. Um, thank you, Wayne. Thank you, Haas, for coming to uh, shed some light from y'all perspective. And um, for the off cord, I'm Ant. I'm Jazzy Miati. And you're now unplugged. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we will catch you next time, hopefully on a much lighter note. But I don't know. We'll play it as it comes. Talk to y'all next time. Peace.